It's the WP Minute. This episode is brought to you by MindSize. If you're looking for monthly WooCommerce support, check out MindSize.com. Today's episode is written and produced by Dave Rodenbaugh, producer at the WP Minute, owner of Recapture.io. It's his returning episode on the e-commerce minute discussing the crisis at the supply chain. If you're out there going, man, am I going to get my presents this holiday season for my kids? Well, they will kind of give us a little insight into that and the impact the supply chain has on the e-commerce world. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode with Dave. If you do, thank him on Twitter. If you want to thank the WP Minute, support the WP Minute by going to buymeacoffee.com slash mattreport. That's buymeacoffee.com slash mattreport. Support WordPress media and independent media like this. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Hello again, Dave Rodenbaugh here with the e-commerce minute. This episode comes to you right after Black Friday, Cyber Monday, 2021. This week, I wanted to talk about an ongoing crisis in e-commerce that you've probably heard a bit about, but you're likely confused as to why it's still a problem. And that would be the supply chain issue. So we've been hearing about supply chain delays since the beginning of the pandemic. Here in the U.S., you probably suffered through some shortages of consumer goods like toilet paper or buying fresh meat like chicken or beef. And now you're probably seeing those items on your shores, store shelves again, but everyone keeps talking about supply chain issues, supply chain issues. Doesn't make sense, right? So let's unpack that a bit. First of all, the United States imports over 41% of its consumer goods from China. There's some smaller amounts that come from Vietnam, India, and Germany. The total is about 56% of, of its total consumer goods come from overseas. That figure has remained fairly consistent for the last four years, according to Jungle Scout. So 40% of all those imported goods pass through one of two ports in the United States, either the Port of Los Angeles or the Port of Long Beach. For those who know their California geography, that basically means the greater metro area of Los Angeles is responsible for 40% of all consumer goods coming into the United States. That's huge. Now, let's spice that up a bit. During COVID, consumer online spending increased dramatically. So those goods started coming over in containers. Once they arrived, the workers would unload the containers and then move them to trucks or railroad cars for further distribution in the United States. But before the pandemic even started, there was already a truck driver and warehouse worker shortage to the tune of about 61,500 jobs which under the pandemic skyrocketed another 33% higher to 80,000 jobs and no one to fill them. So without these essential workers to move freight, the containers just stacked up at the ports and eventually the ports filled up, causing the ships with new containers to idle in the harbor waiting to be unloaded, which then created a line of ships all the way out into the Pacific Ocean at its high point of over 96 unloaded ships. That's the number today. So recently, the local laws in California, specifically in Long Beach, Long Beach and Los Angeles, were changed to help get some of the ships to unload by stacking containers higher than was previously allowed by law. But there's still a bottleneck of moving that freight from port to its final destination. Those 80,000 jobs are still open right now. And that's why we're seeing some items on shelves remain unstocked or very low stock. And you see emails from stores to say, shop early so we still have stock during the holidays. 
That's also why things like cars have increased in price, both new and used. Chips that are required in every vehicle now are simply sitting at sea and can't get to their final destination. Parts to repair cars are sitting in containers at port and can't get to the garages that need them. My own repair garage told me a story about holding one of their cars for five months because they couldn't source a part to repair it from anywhere in the United States. At any price, they were willing to pay anything, still couldn't do it. That story is unfortunately a very common one. According to Bloomberg from December 4th, the average waiting time for a ship to be unloaded has reached an all-time high of 20.8 days, almost 21 days. The average for most of the summer before September was about six days. So it's more than tripled. And the cost of shipping containers themselves has risen dramatically over the last two years. Pre-pandemic, the cost of a shipping container hovered somewhere between $1,500 and $2,500 a container. At peak this summer, containers from China to the West Coast ran over $20,000 a container. Currently, we've dropped to a, a, a much lower point of about $14,934 as of December 3rd on the FBX, which is the, the Freydos Baltic Index that talks about the, the current prices of shipping containers. But for a container that likely has between thirty dollars and $40,000 worth of goods on average, that is a terrible cost increase for most small businesses. So that's the supply chain issue in a nutshell. Until we can move that freight completely from all points in the journey, we're going to continue to see small shortages of things everywhere and price increases for almost everything. And it's going to keep going on for months to come, unfortunately. I hope that was helpful for you this week. If you have other e-commerce topics you'd like me to talk about, tweet at the WP Minute and I'll put it on the show. Until next time. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, listener. If you want to go to Twitter, thank Dave for his contribution to the WP Minute this week and join as a producer just like Dave, contributing to WordPress content all around the world at buymeacoffee.com slash mattreport. That's buymeacoffee.com slash mattreport. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.